they did the best I was coming here. I thank God for this opportunity. I will see that the Oh, my God. 
chapter 10, I want to touch verse 15 coming. After he left there, he came upon upon Johanadab, son of Rechab, who was on his way to meet him. Jehu greeted him and said, are you in accord with me as I am with you? I am Johanadab, I said. If so, said Jehu, give me your hand. So he did. And Jehu helped him up into the chariot, the sisters where the word is. Jehu said, come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. Come and see my zeal for the Lord. Then he had him ride along with his chariot. Hallelujah. Amen. Come and see me, my zeal for the Lord. We are already, amen heard about the meaning of the, that word, zeal. Enthusiasm, great energy, and all those sorts of, all those of things. But what I'm trying to talk is, Jehu was ordained by Elijah sent a prophet to him to tell him that God wants somebody to destroy the house of Ahab and uh, Jezebel. You have heard what happened to one guy called Nebot, who had a farm garden around his house. And Ahab was strongly feeling that that garden was given to him. But Nebot said, no, may God forbid that I give my garden to you. Because it's our property, it's our inheritance. Our family gave it to us. So in that, in that family cycles, it's hardly for you to exchange your inheritance with somebody. So Nebot objected. No, I will never give my garden to you. And this infuriated, you know, uh, Ahab. So he told Jezebel, and he said, you, uh, give it to me, allow me, and I know what I will do to play that garden for you. He plotted and planned for some people. They went and killed Nebot and claimed that garden. Yeah. This resulted in a prophecy of uh, Elijah. He prophesied through God's prophecy to him that because of what you did to Nebuchadnezzar, the same plague that dogs devour the blood of Nebuchadnezzar, the same place you will devour your flesh. Brethren, here, what I'm trying to say is that when God commanded you to do something, God gave you an assignment. What we should bear in mind, God wanted us to put in energy and enthusiasm. And that's why we go that way this year. 
Come and see my zeal for the Lord. This assignment, when we are going through because of time factor, one, he eliminated king of Israel. By then, Jehu was not an aid for that king, King Jorah. He was then an aid of him. Just uh, something like, I would say, a supporter, guiding him. But God told Elijah to send one of the prophets to go to Jehu's house and ordain him to replace that king of, I mean, Israel. That's Jorah. Jorah knew what Ahab and the wife Jezebel had done. But he, he was back in them. And the second one, Ahaziah, who was the king of Judah, certain Jew, I mean Israel. They were all backing Jezebel and Ahab for what he was doing, Adam worshiping. And God wanted to destroy the whole house of Ahab and Jezebel. And he was looking around and he found this guy, Jehu. And he said, when he anointed him, he told him that you will be anointed to destroy all the house of Ahab and Jezebel. So there, as I said, he eliminated king of Israel. Two, he eliminated Ahaziah, king of Judah. Verse 27, verse 29. That chapter 9 of 2 Kings, 27 to 29. Jorah, as I said, 2 Kings 9, 24 to 26. He eliminated him as well. Then let's come to verse 30 to 37, where I would like you to let us to touch it. Our Jezebel. Then Jehu went to Jezreel. I'm reading from chapter 9. Chapter 9 of 2 Kings. Yeah. 30 to 37. Then Jehu went to Jezreel. When Je Jezebel held our tea, she put on his eye makeup, arranged her hair, hmm? and looked out of a window. As Jehu entered the gate, she asked, Have you come in peace, you Jemri? You mother of your master. That what Jezebel was saying. We have come to me here in Jezebel, my own town, to do what? As you kill your master, Torah and Ahaziah, you are coming to me, and let's say what he said. She asked. Then, Jehu looked up at the window and called out, Who is on my side? There was a security man in that place, in that room, with Jezebel. And Jehu looked up and said, Who is on my side? Those people in the room. And let's see what happened. Then, Two of the two of them, two of two or three of the enemies looked down at him. Then Jehu told them, throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood spattered the wall and the horses, and they trampled her underfoot. So those security were, were watching over this just them. Right? Turn around and Threw the woman down through the window, down, trampled. She died instantly. What, what marveled me is how Jehu spoke. The word that came from him, from his mouth, was so powerful to the extent that the word, I mean, I, I, I don't start those people, those good men, 
that they threw this woman through the window. I come and see my zeal with the Lord. Come and see my zeal. So this man died. So Jehu went up there after, sat down, and I said, serve me with water and drink. Let me drink. Then she, he, he told them, go and bury that woman who has died. Go down there. But when they, when they went down, they saw nothing. They saw the, the, the school, the heck, and only the hands, the body. To confirm the prophecy of Elijah, that where you kill the boat and don't devour the body and the, and the blood, that same place also, they will kill you. They were looking for fear. When God to fulfill, when God wants to fulfill His word, He wants somebody, people who are zealous. This what this church started some time ago. Now I cannot mention, but some few people I can mention. But let's look at this man in the Bible. That what, that's why I touched the place. See, come and see my zeal for the Lord. You know. So so after that. He came down. Let's come to chapter 10. Then he, he heard that Ahab and uh, Jezebel have 70 sons in Jezreel. And he wrote a letter and sent it to Jezreel. 70 sons of Ahab and Jezebel. And that letter, you know, Jehu wrote that uh, when this letter reached you, Try to put one of the sons of Ahab to be king because the father has died, the mother Jezebel has died, so she, he needs replacement. So, either one of the sons will be replaced as king and let that son come and fight me. <laughs> so, when that, that letter reached the hands, you know, those guardians over there said, Hey, this letter we can't read. So, they said, Let's write back and tell. This man that we are your subjects, we cannot do anything. So if possible, whatever you want to do to us, do to us. So they wrote a letter and sent it to Jehu. The Jehu said, okay, if you have written a letter back to me, that I should do whatever I want to do, okay. Then by this time, tomorrow, I want the heads of those 70 sons in a basket and send them to me. The word of Jehu carries weight. Why? Because of the zeal. Because of that ordination that he had. The anointing that poured upon him that very period. That God said, this assignment and fulfilled. I'm praying that. May God anoint us again. Amen. We want people God wants to use in this entire. People with a zeal that they can fulfill God's assignment. What God has tell, told us to do. We can't just relax and say, oh, it is fine. There's no compromise. When the woman came out from the window, you see, the makers at the face was so charming to the extent that maybe when Jehu, Jehu saw that woman's face, it would have charmed him not to touch her. But rather, the word of that stream carries the weight powerful. It is anointing that makes the difference. May this anointing of God come upon us. Amen. So that whenever we stand as God's children, or whenever we be, we, we, we be commanded to fulfill an assignment, yes. not by power, 
and not by might, but by my spirit. Amen. When we open our mouths, signs and wonders should follow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at that woman's makeup. Couldn't do anything. Rather, the word of Jehu said, Turn him out of the window. She fell and died instantly. And this and this was 70 sons. They cut your head, put them in the basket. They cut it That's okay. Thank you very much. Sunny day. So they killed the 70 sons. Now, then when you go to so, uh, chapter 10, when it comes to uh, some Verse 12, when Jehu was coming, after he has fulfilled those assignments, who was coming on the way, then he met 42 brothers, and he, he asked them, what are you going my brothers? So we are the brothers, we are the relatives of our king Isaiah, and we have heard that uh, he, won, he was wounded in the battle of the Assyrians, he was wounded, so we are coming to just to see him, how he fell. Oh, so we are the relatives of king Isaiah. The king of Judah, oh, he has died already. So you are going to see him the other stand on Sunday. He commanded his soldiers, take them alive. They killed him instantly. No mercy, no compromise. They anointed. They say, come and see. They say, you are a lot. They killed him instantly. Then the last word I want to touch somewhere. It's when it comes to verse chapter 10, verse 18. Jehu came to Jezreel, where the prophet of Baal were, the shrines and everything. Then Jehu brought all the people together and said to them, He had sent Baal a little. Jehu will serve much. Now, some all the prophets of Baal, all his servants, and all his priests, see that no one is missing. Because I'm going to hold a great sacrifice today. Anyone who fails to come will no longer leave. But Jehu was acting deceptively in order to destroy the servant of Baal. So that's what happened. Jehu said, Call an assembly in honor of Baal. So they proclaimed it. Then he sent word throughout the Israel, and all the servants of Baal came. Not one stayed away. They crowded into the temple of Baal until it was full from one end to the other. And Jehu said to the keeper of the wardrobe, bring ropes for all the for, for the servant of him. So he brought out ropes for them, just to, just to identify them. Then Jehu and Jehonadab, son of Rechab, went into the temple of him. Jehu said to the servant of him, look around, look around, and see that no one who serves the Lord, except the Lord who was here with him. Only servants of Vain to be in the temple. So they went in to, to make sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now they posted 80 men outside with, with this warning. If one of you let any of the men I am placing in your hands escape, it will be your life for your life. Your life will be replaced. It means that he gathered all the priests inside one temple. He then surrounded them. With soldiers, with others, so that when the time comes that we should kill them, none of it will escape. He was to destroy the whole shrine, the veil, idol worship in Israel. 
That's what the strategy God gave to him that he did. So, you know, what happened? So, as soon as Jehu had finished making the burnt offering, he ordered the guards and officers, go in and kill them. Let no one escape. So, they cut them down with a sword. The guards and officers threw the bodies out of them, out of them, entered in a, in a shrine of the temple of Baal. They brought the sacred stone of, of the temple of Baal and burned it. They demolished the sacred stone of Baal and tore down the temple of Baal. And people have used it for a latrine to this day. The word latrine. has fulfilled assignment. All what I'm trying to say, that what he said is that, come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. That he had him right along with him. You know that. He joined the Jehu. He fulfilled all this assignment. Brothers and sisters, by God's grace, we see the church of Pentecost so far, far. What I'm trying to say is that how God has used our elders and some of the pastors and some of the apostles, those some alive and some have departed from this earth. With that zeal, with that zeal, we see the church today. What God said, no, no. What God said, yes, yes, we don't compromise. I remember when Matthew and I read the history of Matthew, when he was coming down to Google's, he said, no, I don't have any formal education. But when the ghost said, no, you are the one to go to Google's, by God's grace, because of time factor, he came down, as Michael said, 1937. In short, the church started grew, grew and people came into it. It came to a time that uh, the church in UK, who sent them down to Gold Coast, called him back that they are having a council meeting. He went to UK, you know, and they said they are having a policy that uh, everyone should sign, to sign that uh, black apostle should, should, should never control the white apostle. But only the white apostles should control both the blacks and the whites. That means if we are black apostles, we only have to control those who are black apostles, not the whites. Here, Macron saw that it's something like racial discrimination. So he said, no, I shouldn't say this. The whole pastors that time, 1953, in UK, Bradford, Apostolic Church in Bradford, they signed it. Matthew hmm. said, I will never sign. Why will you never sign? No. The Holy Ghost came upon all of us. The Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost came upon the white and the blacks. So if blacks is an apostle and the white is an apostle, why discriminate him? So that period, they dismissed him from Apostolic Bradford. And so when he was coming down to Ghana, our God will die by then. Then he knew that maybe the church. But the members of the church here, the elders, the pastors, all the apostles then were able to hold him. Amen. Praise God. The church, then by then, we have people of this caliber, people with a zeal 
with the zeal. People with the zeal now will follow you, will use you, will pay for you. So the church in the UK withdrew the allowance and, 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 and uh, 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 monthly allowance for Macchion. No, we will pay you again. But the Ghanaians here by that time were able to sustain the cater for Macchion and the wife of Sophia. Hallelujah. Brother and sister in the Lord, they found that church. So Macchion was able to stand. It came to a point that the church grew. That's Apostolic Church of Ghana, not Apostolic Church of It came to a time that Bram and Kruman came. So no, we will never come. We will never be ruled by any colonial government. The white people should go. And the blacks are capable of, of what? Yeah. They are capable of managing our own affairs. So all whites in, in Agbapo should leave. For the country, so that the blacks will take over. And there was, says, I don't know, some tricks. And so some of the pastors came together and said, that, No, then we should make a way. Macron and London is going on leave. He's going on fellow. So we should try to write a letter and put it inside the bag. They bought a kente and, and some, you know, our, 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 this, uh, Sanders and press it in the bag. And they put a letter. In the letter, they are written that. Kwame Nkrumah has sent a letter that all white pastors, whether you are a pastor, whether you are a manager, in Goko by then, you should leave your country. The black men are capable of managing their own houses. So when Makiel reached UK on leave, he saw the letter written by some of the pastors. Hey! They said, Makiel, uh, 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 I, the pastor, I will act on, on your behalf as a, as a chairman of the church. So you just say the government of has given it that command. So Macron was embarrassed. It was the fact. So he said, no, okay, no, I'll pray. Why didn't they tell me? Oh, I, I mean, I, I mean, officially, I mean when I was I was living. But just to put a letter in there, my bag. Where? This gift. So this matter went around in Ghana, and some elders who had zealous. Who were, who were then so no, this matter. Why didn't this, I mean, uh, 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 pastors and the, uh, the elders who took that decision coerced me, the, we the elders in, in Ashanti region. But then there were some elders who are very strong, who are very zealous of the church. When my friend was come to go post, they hold him, they cater for him. They said, no, they won't understand. So they come together, had a meeting, and they said, no. They wrote a letter to my friend, my friend, Kwame Nkrumah has never said anything that any pastor who is a white should leave. But come down with him. Brothers and sisters, what happened? This elders and Ashanti met together. They, 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 they appeared before those committee who took that decision and told them both in that. They have written a letter back to Makion that if you come down, they love him. They will work with him. So Makion came down. And few people, people of him, they had a meeting. They said, we'll take care of you, no matter. Come and come, I've never said anything. So this letter, they sent a letter to Come and come. They asked him that whether he wrote a letter to that. He said, no, I haven't written any letter. Look at this. What I'm trying to say that. Look at some people who have the church at heart. 
able to discern, to discern and see that this is not right, this is right. Who are able to see that, no, what I'm trying to do will help me. No, let's call that and ask him. Let's find out and see that whether this letter comes from Amen or not. So a time came that one of them went to the Flagstaff House and some of the committee were delegated to him and asked him that whether it's true. He said, no. Okay, they called him here. And those, those groups were trying to, I mean, separate from, from that cave. Uh, yeah, they said, you both said that I, I wrote a letter that my country leave. I didn't say anything like that. But why? Why not come together as a Catholic Church of Ghana? You have withdrawn from the church in Bradford, UK, and now you are one. But why not again? Why are you trying to separate? Then come and come sat down. And he said, Okay, my king, I will never sack you. I will never dismiss you. I will never let you leave Ghana or go, mm. to go back. Mm. So, separate yourself. Have a name for your people. And you people who, who split it, have a name. So they maintain the name Apostolic Church of Ghana. And Makion's uh, uh, side also went and prayed and prayed and prayed. And the Holy Ghost spoke at the Church of Pentecost. What I'm trying to say is that, brethren, in the Lord, come and see my zeal for the Lord. Makion. He suffered, but he's still on his feet. Yeah. But not him alone, but some elders who were capable of handling him. Some elders who were zealous. They prayed behind him. No matter what, was able to sustain. Until 1982 or 3, he left Ghana. Brethren, when I'm saying that, I'll, I'll come to another area. Uh, when I was converted, when, when I got converted in, in 1972, by God's grace, one elder who nurtured me and trained me was one elder, John Simons, an elder, prayerful man of God, God fearing, prayerful. He prophesied on me that I would come to the ministry in 1977. It came to pass. The man trained me a lot, he prayed for me. See, if pastor would never come to our assembly and we were able to see this elder at the church, we saw him as a pastor, we saw him as an apostle, we saw him as a prophet, we saw him as a teacher. And by God's grace, this man nurtured us a lot, prayed for us, fasted with us, and told us everything about the church. So this spirit we fought brought into us by God's grace. So we're sent out to our first station, our second station, our second station that I had a problem, but because of the teachings and because of the prayer that he has taught us, and it came to a time that there's a, there's a shock of water in that area, our second station. They said they shouldn't go to the stream. Uh-huh. When you go there, either you'll be killed or you'll vanish. Because a pregnant woman has vanished. When she, she went to that stream, and one mother also went there, and she got punished up to now. You have never seen him. So all of you here, be careful that this will not happen to you. 
1983, all of us heard about this uh, fire outbreak that happened in the whole of our country. So that place got burning, so you know, no water. So I said, no, I went to the father to ask for the children, chief, there's no water for us to drink in the house. So you have permission to go to the student and look for water, I'll search for water. If I go and I die, I die with uncle. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have written, I mean, there's a somewhat over there that's written that not to be there on Thursday when you go there and he dies, so, 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 so everything, okay, I've been written on the wall, so that will be good. So I went there with my wife, and then the children over there, we collect the water, and they, we said, be sure that all the barrels have been filled. We filled all oh, oh, the barrels of water. We finished, we went back. Let it. I don't know what happened. In the evening, the chief called me and she came to the palace. Why? He said, they have heard that I've gone to the street to fetch water. That is a taboo, it's an abomination. I said, no, but you told me that when I go and I die, and there's no water for me, it's actually cold. I said, no, brother, pastor, slaughter a sheep, bring this, this, bring this stuff, bring this goat, bring this cow, or you'll be free. Other than that, I give you one week, you will leave this town. So chief, I beg you, I respect you a lot. I will never slaughter any sheep. That is against my doctrine. I can never do this. The water belongs to God, actually. But I respected you. That's why I came to you first. <laughs> I will never do it. But if you never do it, then I give you one week. Leave this town. So he organized priests around the Wasa area to come and draw and beat drums throughout the whole week. And some boys were giving drink. So they drank and it was getting to the extent that we are having a prayer meeting in our church in the morning. We pray, we fast and pray and pray. Let's happen. But when we closed and came home, I heard that smoke was going out. They put fire on our church. Then in our church. What are we going to worship? But we move our spirit. Went to the bush and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. What happened was that? One guy from the palace got mad. He took a, a, he took a cutlass, cutlass and slapped most of the chiefs and his elders in the, in the palace. They were running away for their lives because someone has got mad because of the prayer of the members. And see my zeal for the Lord. And by God's grace, Police from Abosu that time came. So people slept by six o'clock in the evening because what was going on in that time at that time was very, very serious. And so it happened that the case went to court. By then, Apostle Shema then was then late, but then they had Iraq. So by 84, 
our transfer from that way to Mercy. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell. One brother who was then a priest had a spirit that when, when that spirit comes on him, he will then jump onto the roof. And nobody can bring him up, bring him down, unless somebody climb and bring him down. What kind of spirit is that? <laughs> they train these people, this priest, they preach that just to fight against the church. By God's grace, none of us have. By God's grace. So what I'm trying to say is that God was in control of his church by then. When we left Tukumasi, that, that guy died. The chief also, I learned that he got converted. We heard him that he had gone to Biden and in fact, he went there and Amen. got converted. Amen. Brothers and sisters in, in the law, we are in a time that we need many of this caliber. John Simon's type, who helped us that were able to grow in the Lord. We need people like the elders who are in Ashanti, discern and find out that no, what they are going to make on is wrong. They will stand on their feet. One people like Ahab, like Jacob, who said, no, I'll fulfill this assignment. He didn't compromise right that he stood on his feet and able to fulfill all the six assignments God gave him to Elijah. This is me. What am I trying to say? We are in the end time. And let's look at the church, where, where the church is going now. And look at what we, those who are coming in, what is our part that we must play to let the church move on? Those who have departed in the Zuhayat. I remember that when I was, when I was in Hunivali uh, at the same time, is it? When I was the area head in Wa, we went for a crusade at one place called Zul. When the crusade, we went to open an assembly. So in the course of praying, praying and dancing, praying and dancing, I left my chair and I started to minister the word. When I was ministering, when I was ministering, then a certain man came behind me and sat in my chair. In a head chair. I was, then, I was then an evangelist. He sat on my chair. Then the rest were wondering, who is this man? They saw him putting on smoke and with a towel around him. He sat on my chair. I don't know what he wanted. So when I was ministering, then something started. There was a wind. The big feet that were under started to shake the leaves. The place, you see the wind. We see, we see the atmosphere has changed to understand that you can't even speak. You can't ever minister. You can never preach. Then it came, I sense it in my spirit that the devil, the demon is here. The one who is sitting on my chair. <laughs> Let's pray. Let's pray in foreign language. We start the tongues. Then we start to pray, pray, pray. Then my listen pastor, also there. Pray, pray. It took us 15 or 20 minutes. 
Before we saw everything calm down. When I turned back, I couldn't see the man again. Mm. Then we started running. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh pray the Lord. I see the zeal of the Lord. May God continue to bless his church and keep us on our feet until his coming. That time, so that we want for the Lord is marvelous. We opened our assembly that time. And today, as I'm speaking, there's a pastor who is staying there. We give praise to God for all what he's doing. God was behind this church. God was moving with the people. God wants people with that caliber, people with that zeal. People who, who, who never compromise. People who, who have given themselves fully to the law. That they will rather apply what God has given to do. So, brothers, this is the time for us to pray. And this is what I want to say. When you look at Jesus, when Jesus came, he went to the temple. He saw people selling and buying. And what, what, what did he say? We have made my father's house a place of merchandise. He took a scot. He drove them. He turned the tables down. He shook them. What did he say? My father's house is a house of prayer, and he must make it a place of merchandise. John chapter 2. Time, 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 time. I can't remember me. So when he was doing that, his disciples saw and they, they heard that hey, it has written in Psalm 69, verse 9. Please, let's, let's, I wanted to read that so that I bring my message to you because of that time factor. Psalm 69, verse 9. Someone should read it for me and see. Psalm 69, verse 9. Last reading, please. Psalm 69, verse 9. Mm -hmm. I'm reading from the NIV. Mm -hmm. For zeal for your house to, uh, for zeal for your house consumes me. So zeal your house consumes me. Okay, let's read John chapter 2 also. So that John chapter 2 there the disciples cut that uh, this verse from. So let's read John chapter 2 John chapter 2. On the third day, a wedding took place at Canaan. Uh, no, 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 let's, let's start from 13. <laughs> Verse 13. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, uh -huh, uh -huh. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Uh -huh. In the temple courts, he found people selling cattle, uh -huh. sheep, uh -huh. and doves, uh -huh. and others sitting at tables exchanging money. Uh -huh. So he made up a whip uh -huh. out of courts uh -huh. and drove all from the temple courts, uh -huh. both sheep and cattle. Uh -huh. He scattered the coins of the money changers uh -huh. and overturned their tables. Yes. To those who sold doves, uh -huh. he said, Get these out of here. Yeah. Stop turning my father's house into a market. A market. His disciples remembered that. His disciples remembered that statement. This is the place I want you to, 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 to take note. Uh -huh. It is written. It is written. Zeal. Zeal. For your house. For your house. Will consume me. Will consume me. Oh, if you are halfway. Yeah. 
result even in Jesus' death. You see, you see, the, 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 the work of his father has consumed him. The zeal has consumed him. The disciples, people around saw in him. How do people see you? As you are elder, as you are deacon, as a member, how do people around see you? In your church going, at your workplace, at your workplace, place, with your neighbors, at your community, how do people see you? The disciples saw that, hey, what he what is doing in just waiting in Psalm 69. Huh? My father's work has consumed me. Do the work to consume you, to show that you are doing the work of God. What Jesus is doing, tell them that May God help us and keep us. May God give us grace. So that as we are continuing building the kingdom of God, the zeal of God, oh, Kabashakaya, will consume us. And people around will see that, aha, uh -huh, the spirit of Machim is on is, is them. The spirit of Pastor, Pastor, who else you just mentioned, a current pastor who, are, who, are, who, who was departed, the spirit has come upon me. Yes. And that's what you are praying. Let's
Jesus said, after the Holy Ghost would have come upon you, you will receive power. They were expecting something from, I mean, physical, material, I mean, things. So they were expecting Jesus to, to pray them in a happy situation. To be there, to be there, to the minister. They said, when the Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power. So when the power of the Spirit comes upon you, oh, it will, it will expose everything. When the Spirit comes, it will show you. Now, we see here, they testified about Christ Jesus. And Bible said, great grace was upon them all. And even when it read down, it said, there were no needy people, no needy person among them. No needy people. People came with their money just to help them. People came, sold their land, sold their everything they have to lend the money under the feet of the disciples. They were able to distribute them to the needy, the widows, and the poor, and so forth. May God give us people of this nature, people of this caliber, so that they will open up. Amen. Have the church. Amen.
from this. Learn something from this. Not that we are giving offering to them, we are buying clothes to them, our, our mother is living next week and those are so, the new pastor will be coming, this pastor is retiring, and this is retiring, hey, 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 you are done well. Okay, but what have you come from him? What have you learned from him? Who is your mother? Even in this area, to go to him, go to your mom. Mama, you say, Mama, I'll come to your house and, 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 and consume me. So have, you, have you got that mind? Have you got that mind? May God repeat us and set his heart to receive his word. Amen. Joseph, come and see my seed. I have a I love the text. This is underlined. The father saw that written. The father, his father, the zeal of the father has conceived him. That's Jesus. That's why he was able to do all those people selling wine. He said, My father's house is meant for prayer, it's meant for, for, for worship, not for selling wine. Market. How do you see the church today? If Jesus was to come to, to, today into the English assembly here, what will you see? Will he come and take him? If Jesus is coming to church or find the cross today in our center, what will he see? Although he will not see physically, they are buying and selling, but spiritually, what will he see? Okay, you can sit down and then I'll pray. We'll continue. When Christ comes today, our church, what will he see? Thank you. 
sometimes I'll pray in my mind. <laughs> when I was at, when we were at Univali, when the classes <laughs> stood up, and my wife was then pregnant. And one of the practice priests saw that said that your wife is pregnant. And you see how she will deliver. If she deliver, she will deliver the first child. She can't deliver. By then, when for me got pregnant, I should send her to that body where the mother is. I said, no, this time she will stay here and deliver with my feet. It's a challenge. They were praying, they were dancing. They were chanting by then. One night, crisis were all in. My God, please, two friends and faster. But when you go deliver peacefully, Amen. my fourth born is a, is a female child. She's still alive. 37 years in the ministry, we have come on a time. When it cast our mind back, you see the Lord has done a lot. It's by grace. May that grace be poured upon you. Amen. Father, we thank you this hour for your word. No matter what it is, it's the spirit that is working, and I pray that Lord, open the heart, every heart and mind for its acceptance. We are praying for the power of the Holy Spirit. With the spirit that gives us zealous. With the spirit that makes. Somebody zealous in the spirit that gives people zeal to do your work. May that zeal be imparted to the heart of people. Amen. I pray for me to each and every one, especially my elders into your hand, Lord. We need elders of such caliber, people who never keep themselves up with the work. Yes. And what God has assigned them to do, they will fulfill everything as Jeff was able to do. Amen. Was the, the new compromise. No matter what, the sons. Of Abraham, 70, their head were cut just like that. Physically, you brought it this way to fulfill the word of God. We thank you this evening. May you go in peace. Amen. Father, we will yourself in our dream. Amen. Let's acknowledge your presence. Let's acknowledge your spirit in our heart and our mind, wherever we are. So that tomorrow, when you come, I will continue. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.